another episode of the Constructive Liberty Podcast. Today's Wednesday, February the 17th, 2021, and this is episode number 26, I believe. Let me check that out real quick. Yep, it is episode number 26. I wanted to first of all say thank you to everybody that reached out to me after last week's podcast. That was a super difficult one to talk about, and even beyond that, just to put that out there for other people to hear my thoughts and feelings and emotions that stem from that event. That's something that's super hard for me because I am a private person. I don't like to put myself out like that, even though you would think that I'm not that way because I run a podcast. I I put this one out once a week and I have Impactful Teens podcast, which is three a week. So you'd think that I'd be used to putting myself out there. Well, I don't really like it. But I just wanted to say thank you for the feedback that was very uh, encouraging for me to hear from those of you who have also been through a similar event and have felt similar things to know that I'm not alone in feeling that way. So if there's somebody else that's out there that has struggled with similar feelings and thoughts Know that you're not alone. Reach out to somebody. Talk to somebody about it that you trust. So with that, let's just jump right into the main topic of today's show. I want to talk about preparedness. And this is kind of a fun one for me. It's it's always an ongoing process, an ongoing project to be prepared. And I don't think we can truly be prepared for everything. But Preparedness is something that's really heavy on my mind right now because of the weather event that has struck the southeastern United States and probably more than just the southeastern, but it's mostly affected the southeastern part of the United States because, let's face it, we're not prepared for sub-freezing temperatures for a whole week at a time. I grew up in Georgia and I've never in my life seen this before. I mean, it's I'm not used to below freezing for even more than a whole day, much less a whole week at a time. I haven't seen the sun for more than five minutes for nearly a week, and it hasn't been above freezing for almost that long, and it might hit 33 today. Tomorrow, maybe, yeah, right about the low 30s. I think Friday is supposed to be a little bit warmer. Saturday is the first time we're supposed to hit 40s in about 10 days. So what are some things that happen as a result of that? Well, if you live in the South, you're not prepared for that kind of a weather event. So it's likely that your pipes and walls aren't as well insulated as they should be. You get ice and rain and snow oftentimes when you get that kind of freezing cold weather. So trees go down, power lines go out, travel is drastically restricted. Now, I know, I know people of you that live in the north, that live out west, where you get, you get a month like this where it doesn't come above zero. Y'all, you're laughing right now because this is nothing. This would be like spring for you. But to those of us in the south, this is a pretty major event. I haven't been to work this week yet. I've been at home and I love it. I actually really like it because one thing we talk about in the show We always say intentionally designing a lifestyle of freedom, freedom to be able to do things like this, to stay home when you need to, 
to not have to go out on the treacherous roads that, I mean, let's face it, we don't have the best snow plows and salt routines and all of that. The roads are not fun to travel right now. I haven't been out for almost a week, but I love that. It is so much fun. But you can only do things like this. You can only stay home. You can only not go to work when you've taken the proper steps to prepare yourself, when you are properly prepared and have designed your life this way. So many people out there right now in my area are stuck at home, can't even get out of their driveway to go somewhere if they had to, if their life depended on it. Yeah, they could walk a couple of miles to get somewhere where somebody could pick them up, but I mean, who wants to walk a couple of miles in this weather? Not I, but when you have designed your life, prepared properly, both financially, um, laid up stores of food, stored gas to run generators if your power goes out, propane for heat, when you've taken the steps to prepare in those ways, you can withstand an event like this. No problem. It's, it's like nothing. You don't even have to sweat it. You can stay home. You can work on your side projects. You can read a book to learn more about the things that you want to know about, to, to elevate your personal growth. So that, that's the message that I want to leave with you today is wherever you live, wherever you spend the most amount of your time throughout the year, whether that is in Montana, New York, Canada, South America, Georgia, Texas, whatever it is, when you want to consider ways to be prepared, it starts inside. It starts with your mentality to be ready to face whatever it is that may come your way, to know that you can get through it. And then it goes to the physical side of it. What are the most likely things that I'll need to be prepared for? If you're in Texas or Florida, that would probably be hurricanes. You need to be prepared for that. Have supplies to where you can board up your house. Have food and a generator for when the power goes out and you can't get to the store. You can't travel. Probably in that situation, the best preparedness will be to have an exit route so that before the storm hits, you know where you can go to be safe. And then be prepared to bug in as the saying goes. If you are up north, you're you're likely to have to be prepared to be snowed in or iced in. So you need supplies to be able to, you know, maybe a generator to run your house so you have heat so you don't freeze to death. You need food so you don't starve to death while you're waiting to get dug out for a week at a time. But those are things that you have to consider for your area. What is the most likely event to happen to me personally? And then for my family, and then for the local area, and then for the larger area, and then countrywide. Start from the epicenter of what would affect you and move out from there, preparing for larger and larger events as you become more and more prepared. Now, I'm not an expert in preparedness by any means. I could be a lot more prepared than I am, but I'm working on it. I know what it is that I can withstand. I know what my limits are. Well, I don't really know what my limits are because I'm sure 
most people's limits are much farther, much higher than what they think they are because when you're actually in the situation, it it brings a new resolve to your mind. It for some people, I guess, it it strengthens your mind and pushes you farther, makes you stronger once you're actually in the situation. For other people, maybe it breaks you down mentally and and you can't take as much as you think you can. I don't know. I guess that varies individual to individual, but Prepare for the smallest event that would directly affect you and your family. Then move out to an event that would affect your local area, then your region, and then your country, your nation. In that order. Once you have, once you've prepared for those events, anything larger than that, you're likely to not survive or to not have want to have survived it. To just put it bluntly. So again, I know there's a lot of you out there who have far more prepping experience than what I have. I'm pretty new at this. I'm still learning, still trying to shore up my prepping game to be prepared for whatever comes our way. So if you've got any tips, got any good resources, I'd love to hear from them. I'd love to hear from you about them. Send them my way and I'll make sure to uh, put them in the show notes after I receive them. That way, people can always come back to this episode, find it on the blog at constructiveliberty.com, episode number 27, I'm sorry, number 26, and they'll have those resources. So send them to me, Ken, at constructiveliberty.com. I want to know more. I'm always looking to learn and grow myself. Another way that we can prepare ourselves for a situation like this is when you're stuck at home. You're in the same house day after day, week after week, and for some of you, month after month, stuck in the house with the same people over and over and over again. And boy, that can just grind your gears and not in a good way. It After a while, spending that much time with the same people can drive relationships that are on the edge, can push them over the cliff, and they can plummet to their death. Relationships are so extremely hard in any situation. But when you add this kind of stress to it, being stuck in a small space, having limited supplies, not being able to go out and go do things, that can be super stressful on a relationship. So I want to invite you. I'm doing an event Wednesday the 24th at 3 p.m. This is going to be a Zoom event. And it's all about relationships, how to understand people better, how to know what motivates them, know what kills their mood, what demotivates them, to understand why it is that people do say, think, act, and feel the things that they do. Because each one of us, our different personalities, need different things. We seek different affirmations. We have different love languages. And when you can learn to speak somebody else's language, your relationship can be 10,000 times better. Anyway, I'm going to put a link to that event in the show notes. Go there, sign up for it. I'll see you Wednesday the 24th at 3 p.m. Now go out and do good work.